Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily Fathers. We are your hosts, Joe Winters Jr., Tony Applewhite, and Jacoby Carvin. What's up, fellas? Howdy, howdy. Joe. Top of the morning to you guys. So I'm very excited this, this morning to be bringing on a guest. Um, so our guest is actually a really good friend of mine. Um, he's a father of two daughters and an owner of an insurance company by the name of Roma Insurance. What's going on, Bob? How are you, Tony? Uh, I'm good. Good. Okay. Hey, you having so a good day today, Bob? I am having a good day today. Glad to hear. It's, it's a blessed day, right? Every day above ground is a blessed day. That's exactly right. And I went to my office this morning, did a little bit of work, and uh, get to spend the rest of the day relaxing with my wife. So that's good. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so Bob, let's get into this interview. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about your professional career. How long have you been in the business of insurance? I started out in insurance by accident when I was 17 years old. Mm. And um, I took a little job so I could go to college. And um, I became a lot more successful in the insurance industry than I was at college. Hmm. Okay. So, so when you say that, when you say that, did you like stop going to college because you began, um, continued pursuing insurance or did you finish school and then continue finish or continue with insurance? Well, what I did is um, I stopped going to school for a while because I became successful in insurance. And, um, and I didn't go back to school to get my degree until I was in my uh 30s right so after you, i had children so could you congratulations on um on the success and uh make the decision to go back what was what was that what was the driving force like like what was the moment when you were like you know you said that you were successful so that's what made you say okay i'm gonna stop going to school for right now i'm gonna pursue insurance but like you know what was the decision predicated on or i guess the measurement of success that made you say okay I'm successful in this, so this is this is why I'm going to pursue it. Well, um, I got a lot of accolades from the uh, people that I work with, and um, and I got into the management aspect of it pretty mm -hmm. early on. Okay. And um, I saw that it would be something that one day I'd want to have my own business, and um, and do that. So, um, but if you're going to be successful in any work, I think it takes time. And um, I wasn't together enough at that point in my life to do the time it takes to be successful at work and as a student. Mm. So it was a choice. Mm. Understandable. That's understood. That's understood. Tony, did you have a question for him? Yeah. So, so you started when you were 17. So I guess anybody that's interested in, in getting into that type of business, um, what would you suggest, like, as a starting ground, like as a platform for them to start out doing that? Well, really, um, uh, just how I did. I went and I, and I applied for a position. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even know what it fully entailed at that point. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I got to go to work at an agency where you actually sell the insurance. Mm -hmm. And um, I did that for a couple of years and I had um, a couple of the companies that I worked with wanted to hire me to then go into the company aspect of underwriting and, and things like that. And 
all along the way, you educate yourself. There's a lot of classes that you can take mm. to further your education and insurance. And um, after all this time, um, you know, 40 years of time, I still learn something about insurance almost every day because okay. it's always changing and it's always, um, it's very fresh. And, and uh, yeah. So what kind of what kind of insurance do you do you provide? Like, is it just auto insurance? No, we we're a full service agency. We provide home, auto, life, commercial insurance because we're independent agents. Mm -hmm. um, and so, at other times in my life, I've worked uh, even in mortgage guarantee insurance and. I've always been around that field and in several different aspects. Can you can you break down for us uh, whether you do it briefly or extensively? Up to you. Can you break down to us like what does each of those entail? Or I guess the the five, the you know auto, home, workers' compensation, commercial, and life insurance. Um, uh, autos uh, is. Um, is primarily if you're an uh, independent agent or a captive agent. Captive agents would be like all state, state farm, farmers wow. agents. Um, that's the kind of insurance the companies want to sell. It's the most profitable for them. So it's pretty easy. You just, um, you know, people contact you and you take down an application and plug into the different companies and get them a quote. And um, the homes are a little harder to place. Uh, there is a lot of bundling going on these days, but um, sometimes bundling is not the best way. And because I'm an independent, not a captive, um, it's my job to find you the best insurance at the best price that I can. And so we'll plug that information in as well. So um, if I'm some, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I apologize. You go ahead. Okay, I, I want to ask you a question on the home, the home insurance. So if, sure. I, if I had just bought a home, mm -hmm. what are some benefits or things that I want included in my home insurance? What you want to make sure that you have is that you have enough uh, coverage for replacement costs. So the, the amount that you paid for the house might not cover it if it burnt to the ground, let's say. So replacement costs is the key thing, and that covers the actual dwelling. Um, you want to make sure that it's replacement costs. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that your personal property, all of your contents in the house, also have uh, uh, replacement costs. And um, you want to make sure you have some liability on there. Uh, most of the packages I sell walls, so if your house did burn to the ground they'll pay for you to live somewhere else while you need some of that getting yes <laughs> <laughs> you really do <laughs> so uh, those are the things you want to look for so i think i think jacoby i think you were before we got on here you were talking about something about life insurance you, did you have a question about that yeah thank you tony i was um wondering bob if you had like if you can break the life insurance down for me in the audience, because one of the things is I want to help my family uh, out if I die, pretty much. And I just sure. want to see what it is and um, if 
think that is something that I need to get into. Yes, um, good, good question, Jacoby, because none of us want to leave our family with a burden. So um, there's several different types when you're younger and you have kids. Um, I would recommend a term life policy, which runs for a number of years, and it's insurance only, but you get the most insurance for your dollar. And that way you protect your significant other and your children uh, in case something happens to you. It's actually income replacement. And you said it's term uh, life? That's the name of it? That is. It's called term life, yes. Now, there are some other kinds. There's universal life and whole life. And uh, universal life uh, is a very good insurance as well. It's a little more expensive, but it has a little savings plan in there. So as you're paying your premiums, you're building what's known as cash value. And um, if something happens to you, you can take a loan out on that cash value, or you could use that cash value to pay your premiums while you recover um, from something. And that's also, it, it's, um, they're both good coverages. But Jacoby, getting back to, to your question, if you have a family, um, everybody needs life insurance. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. And, and when you say, when you say everyone, I, I just, I want to ask, I guess, a very serious <laughs> question. If sure. I have three kids, I need life insurance and all three of them need life insurance. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to, I wanted to clarify that. So that and a lot of times, um, a lot of times, if you get a policy for yourself up until they're age 21, you can put them right on that policy. Um, in terms of at least, uh, I know this is sort of morbid, but covering, uh, you know, uh, burial charges and stuff like that. It's not a ton of insurance, but it's very inexpensive and it would cover if something happened to them. Is it, is it a best practice to put them on your insurance or to get them their own insurance? Like, which one would you advise? Um, uh, for me, I, I would get them their own. When I, uh, when I bought my daughters, I have two daughters. Uh, I bought them life insurance policies when they were very young. Um, I got the kind that's tied to the stock market. So it makes some money, that cash value I'm talking about. And now that they're 25 and, and above, they actually have a good amount of life insurance and some cash in all of that, mm. which, um, and it, and it's pretty darn cheap when you get it at that, at that time, you know, that's pretty powerful. Good job. That's very powerful. Yeah. So Bob, going off into your personal life, cause you talk about your daughters, um, you started in the insurance business when they were young. Did that affect the time that you were like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is time management as you work as an insurance, uh, salesman, What's the time management um, with spending time with the family and how did you balance all of that? Well, it's, it's actually pretty good for spending time with your family. Um, when, you, when you're into, um, you can set your own schedule is what I'm trying to say, you know? And so I always took time with them coming up, going to their schools and trying to be supportive to them and, and going to their activities and 
later on when they even got to high school, you know, I was able to to attend. Um, they were both cheerleaders, and I was able to attend all of the events they cheered in practically. Mm. And because um, that was very important to me, you know. And um, so it, it there's a, you work hard, but there's a lot of time too for your family. Yeah. Okay. And I, I know, I noticed that a lot of men actually deal with trying to balance. Um, I think Joe calls it uh, work life harmony. And mm -hmm. I call it just kind of like time, time management and balancing uh, work with life and all of that. Yeah. And so that's yeah. actually a plus, you know, if you have or in a field, um, a professional field like yours, where you could actually take that time and dedicate it to the family. Yeah. Um, so what is it that you're because you said your daughters are how old? Uh, right now, I have a 27 and a 29. Okay. And um, and they have they've moved off. I I think I did too good a job bringing them up and <laughs> making them independent because I don't get to see them nearly as much as I'd like. Yeah. But they're off. Neither one of them had any interest really in the insurance field. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. They have good careers, and they went. They went and did what their dad did. They went right through school and graduated, and uh, and and did did well. That's good. It's That's awesome. good. Yeah. Well, I commend you on the job that you've done as a father, Bob, because it seems like you've raised uh, two uh, independent women. And, and they, they're able to fend for themselves. And so that's, that's great, man. That's great. Thank um, you. <laughs> uh, Bob, what life lessons? Because uh, I feel like I'm going to have daughters. I really do feel like that. And if they, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to have twin daughters. Uh, I really do. Uh, what life lessons do you, did you and, um, and Pat like, give to them for your daughters? Well, I think the most important thing that we can teach our, our kids at all is you know, to have some type of relationship with God mm -hmm. and, um, and also to uh, care about others. You know, if you love God and you love others, then I think you can pre be pretty successful and happy in life. Beautiful. So, Bob, one of the things that we do here um, is we actually have some principles that we that we follow um, that we're actually going to start leading into our podcast. And our first principle is actually putting God first. And mm -hmm. so that just tied like right into into line with what our belief system is right now. So thank you very much for that. Right um, on. Yo, you got anything to add? Yeah, I, I wanted to ask um, one question. I know I really wanted to ask was on the. Well, two questions. The first one is, I know that you get to make your own schedule. Um, however, because I know that we may have some listeners listening and they, that they, to them, making their own schedule does not mean necessarily being productive. It more so may mean like, you know, wasting time. Could you kind of give us the deets, like the details on a productive day when you were young, building your book of business, although you had the power to like design your own schedule. So the first time I went out on my own in sales, after I had worked for the uh, companies for a while where they sort of set my schedule, 
but the best part about insurance about that set schedule is it's always Monday through Friday, basically from eight to five. Okay. So, but when I went out on my own um, and started selling insurance sort of on the road, I did a lot of life insurance and, and, uh, and stuff like that. Um, I worked six, six days a week, really five and a half. Um, Monday was always my paperwork day. And then I had to take off on the road for, um, you know, till Saturday afternoon. And uh, I would, because in southeastern New Mexico, you have to travel a lot. There's not enough population in one town. So you travel and work your leads. And so I'd be gone for a few days and um, always got to spend Sunday with a, with a family and, and go on to church and, and, um, and that sort of thing. Uh, but if you work hard like that and, and you stay on that schedule, um, you can really earn a, a nice living. So when you were on the road, uh, did you have to do like a lot of like cold calling or like you had leads that were provided to you by your company or? Uh, yes, I bought leads from the company and, okay. and other places like that. Um, it's really hard to do cold calling anymore. You know, when I first got started, that was something you could do. But with yeah. the way the some of the strife in the world today, people don't like you just coming knocking on their doors or cold sure. calling them. You know, <laughs> you can well, barely yeah. get your pitch out. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for sure, for sure. And uh, um, so, speaking of that, that actually brings me to my next question quite perfectly. Um, would you say there is more opportunity? for someone just now trying to start out in insurance than there was when you started, or would you say that there is less opportunity? I think there's, a, um, I think there's more opportunity, you know, um, people realize more and more that they need insurance and, um, of all types from the home to the auto, then people starting their own small businesses need commercial insurance, you know, for their vehicles or, their workers or their building that they have their business in. Mm. So um, the insurance industry is alive and well, and there's a lot of agents out there. Yeah. And so if you want to be a successful agent, it always comes down to uh, service. You have to take care of the customer because if you don't, they will go down to the, down the block, mm. literally to the <laughs> other agent, you know? <laughs> Would you say that, someone getting into insurance would be better off trying to specialize in one form. So like, let's say maybe someone that's like, look, I'm just going to focus on selling auto insurance or someone that's like, I'm just going to focus on selling commercial. Or would you say that it's best for them to try to get their hands in all of those different forms of insurance and try to sell them all? Um, I, I think I would uh, recommend trying to sell them all. Because if you wind up selling auto insurance and you do a good job, then you usually will get their home. And if you get their home, then you can talk to them about their life insurance. Mm. And so, or they may come to you for life insurance and then you can talk to them about their home and auto. Yeah. So it gives you um, a way of pulling them in. And the more lines of business that you sell them, the more retention you're going to get. That makes sense. Does it usually start with... In your experience, does it usually start with someone 
selling auto insurance first and then going after the home and then the life insurance if that's the usual pattern? Yeah, you're correct. That's right. Mm -hmm. okay. I just yeah. Want to <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on today. Do y'all got any more questions for Bob? No. no, I really appreciate you coming on, Bob. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hey, so you, I did notice that you have a website. Do you want to, you want to give everybody your website? Uh, sure. It is um, www.romainsuranceservices.com. Okay. And, and just as an aside, if you're wondering why it's Roma, my two daughters' names are Rosalind and Mallory. So okay. it's the first two and two letters of each one of their names. Okay. And then they can also find you on Facebook too, right, Bob? Yes, sir. Okay. Bob yeah. on the book. Thank you guys. This was I really enjoyed this. So I, I appreciate uh, all of you. All right. We appreciate Thank you for coming on, on here and uh, sharing your your knowledge. Thank yeah. you, Jacoby. Thank you. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Daily Fathers. We will be releasing an episode every single Friday. We'll catch you next week. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Ready for it. Ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Don't know where it's gonna take me, but I'm.